Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the start of our favorite summer show. It is officially summer, guys, even though it's July. It is the summer. <laughs> it is the summer of crazy Big Brother drama, and we are so here for it. Woo! Yes. Here for it as in me, Anna, <laughs> and my <laughs> wonderful friend, Callan. It's kind of weird because Big Brother 22 finished later in the year, so we haven't had to wait quite as long, True. but I'm excited to have some fresh meat in there. Yeah, it's always funny when they're like, we're going to have a great summer, and I'm like, summer's almost over here, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> the heat will last, trust me on That's that one. That's very true. It's just one of those things like on the actual calendar when it's like, oh yeah, mid-June is the first day of summer. Nobody, yeah. nobody follows that because that's just... No not correlated with the the weather that's going on no we've been sweating for months at that point (laughs) yes exactly well before we dive into the craziness of the first week of big brother we have to dive into what we're drinking so callan what do you got well i will preface as i often like to do and say that i pre-gamed a little bit for this episode so it's a little bit of a late night episode which we like to do which it's appropriate big brother after dark right on the rocks after dark (laughs) uncensored you know our all of our thoughts it's just it's gonna get real crazy but earlier in the evening I had a lemon drop martini homemade my mom's friend Sherry shout out to Sherry has a bunch of lemons um (laughs) from her neighbor just came about some lemons (laughs) just seems to always have lemons and um she lives in california and she made some limoncello and um sent us some of that so that's really exciting because we've been able to do some stuff with that but yeah we made some lemon drop martinis with it tonight and apparently the limoncello is 60 proof so i was all right And literally, the recipe was that, Grand Marnier, and then um, vodka. So, (laughs) nothing but liquor. (laughs) Liquor and lemon. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So that lasts me a while, but um, (laughs) for this episode, I've actually made this drink at home before and it is really yummy. And then I was like, you know what? I laughed to myself because I thought this is going to be the perfect drink to have for this episode because the name is so fitting for, honestly, what could be, you know, one of the new legends of Big Brother, one of the best players we've seen in so long, Frenchie, or at least that's how he would describe himself (laughs) that's more appropriate yes this is a french 75 so i am um just for the tennessee man i've got a (laughs) cocktail in his honor he was in power for one week and hopefully that's all he will (laughs) all he will have so this is in honor of frenchie there you go cheers to frenchie (laughs) what the french (laughs) what the french i loved that uh, I'm Frenched. <laughs> it got me, yeah. Yeah, I loved that segment on the episode. It was really fun. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, this is just Saint Germain, which is elderflower liqueur, lemon juice, gin, which I now know that I like. 
and Prosecco. Plus some fresh sprigs of mint from the garden. Mm. So good. Yeah. I am a Fridge 75 fan for sure. Yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. A good summer beverage. Right. Exactly what you need. And we're talking about the version of our summer has officially Mm -hmm. started. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is our summer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When Big Brother starts, that's when our summer begins. That's right. What are you having? I'm not really having anything new or special. I'm having a margarita because I was really feeling it. Yeah. This is the end of the work week. And I was like, you know, that sounds really great. And I mm-hmm. got it in like a chilled glass because I chilled it beforehand. Ooh, and good call. That, I don't know why. That's just like elevated it for me because I'm just, it's it still does. cold. So it feels mm-hmm. really, it's nice, but it's not like, there's no condensation. You know, it's got, it's all mm-hmm. the good things. Yes. Elevates the experience for sure. Right. Exactly. Yeah. My um, grandfather would always keep my grandmother's martini glasses in the freezer. So then when he'd make her a martini, pull it right out of the freezer. I bam. love that. I need, I want that life. I need that. I know that that's luxury. <laughs> That is. Have room in your <laughs> freezer for a martini. Yes. Well, good. Now that we've gotten the the Frenchy Frenchy seventy five <laughs> uh, drinks out there. Oh, I mean, I feel like there's so much to cover, but I don't know what to say. For anyone who is new to our podcast, we're doing something different than last season. We are just going to do Big Brother episodes every now and then just so you know the big brother people can get their fill and any new people who are curious what big brother is can tune in and maybe be intrigued maybe we should start with when we heard about the cast and the new season i know for Mm -hmm. me i was very excited because it's a new season of big brother there was a lot of speculation early on whether there would be any returning players if you've ever seen past seasons of Big Brother, there was a time where it was very popular for them to bring back not a whole cast, but two, four, six, however many returning players. But we found out that this season was going to be all new players, which I was really excited about. And something very noteworthy is that this season is our, our as in I'm part of the production, which is not true. But um, Robin Cass, who is a casting director she has been involved with Big Brother from like, I don't know if it was season one, but I think season two. That's my understanding. She's been involved with casting the show for many, 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 many years. And this season, season 23, she is not involved. So it's a different, I don't know if it's a different casting agency or what. That's already a different thing, which was interesting. And there's been an initiative over the last probably year and a half or so for CBS reality shows in particular to have more diversity and more inclusion and really having a cast that's more so like our actual world. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's been really refreshing because when they came out with the cast, it had so many different people, different walks of life. I was really excited about the cast and a lot of people on the cast are fans of Big Brother. And if you, again, if you watch the show in the past... (sighs) You usually can tell who the recruits are because they have no idea what's going on with the show. And sometimes they're there to boost their potential acting career 
or they want to be like a social media influencer and you kind of get the feeling that they don't really care about the game, which... Mm-hmm. It's a little insulting for me because there are a lot. I mean, I have no desire to be on Big Brother, but I really like watching it and I consider myself a super fan. So it's kind of like, you know, why do you got to recruit somebody when there's probably a super fan out there who has been auditioning? Just my opinion. But for sure. It looks like there are a lot of fans on the cast, which is really exciting to me. And then also my last point on this long monologue is we again got night one feeds, which started last season for all stars. And that has been so much fun to be able to have the live move in that we get on the premiere episode to where we literally get to watch them, their first impressions and getting to meet each other for the first time and then being able to watch the live feeds pretty much soon after the HOH competition and things like that. So you get to see like how people really interact in the beginning and you don't have to wait longer and potentially miss out on a lot of things, especially because if this like whole week of live feeds is any indication of this season, I don't even know what we, we would have missed out on so much if we didn't have feeds the first night. So I digress. Those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I can already tell that there's just like the whole vibe is a lot going on, a little chaotic in a way, mm-hmm. because I couldn't tell if I was just like having my own trouble following like the alliances and the meetings and stuff, or if it was just really as crazy. Like at a certain point, I was like, I don't, I don't know who's in what. I have no idea. (laughs) Like, I'm just watching at this point um, because it just seemed like so many different iterations of the same people, like in certain Mm -hmm. groups, you know. I haven't dived into the feeds yet, but I definitely will because this is definitely a cast that I want to see on the feeds and kind of have my own perspective because I feel like you just like if you just watch the CBS version then you get CBS's version which is fine but if you watch the feeds then you can have your own interpretation you know so I want to get into that but yeah the cast seems good like I had a good vibe after night one Mm -hmm. which makes me feel a little more hopeful than some of our past seasons (laughs) Honestly, like, especially after watching, like, the first eviction episode, aside from, like, Frenchie, who still, I don't feel like people hate by any means. Mm -hmm. They're just like, what are you doing? Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's been almost like we like each other too much. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) is there going to be, like, a fight? Like, it's it's not like I'm that person that has to have this drama and, you know, the the fights and the enemies and whatever but it's just weird to me so far that everyone is like we all we love you like we're you know we're just everybody seems harmonious and friendly and Mm -hmm. I'm like all right when's the ball gonna drop probably after they've lived together for too long oh I'm sure yeah and I'm sure there's like little tension Just kind of Mm -hmm. like, you know, you meet that one person and you're just like, there's no way we are going to like vibe or like hang out. I'm sure there's some of that, but it just hasn't like come to the surface and it's Mm -hmm. all just very much, yeah, small talk, see where everybody is kind of thing. Exactly. But yeah, I have a good, I have good vibes. 
Yeah. Well, what do you think about the team twist this season? I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a fun twist and... I don't know. I like the idea of like winning safety for multiple people. It's almost kind of like Survivor in a way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like with the tribes. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it'll add a different element and obviously it's not going to last forever. And it seems like with these wild cards, things could get shifted around a lot. Right. So that'll be interesting. But I, I don't know. I think it's interesting to see these people that maybe it's like, oh, wow, this is a solid team or oh this is gonna be a like random pairing (laughs) and see how they actually fare you know like there are some teams that I'm like this is like a random crew but I think they'll actually do well so I don't know I'm curious to see how like it impacts the game is like are these going to be small alliances that actually stay together Mm -hmm. for the long term are people gonna be loyal because I mean we've already seen some people vote out their <laughs> right. team member. So maybe it's not really going to have an impact at all. But I don't know. I'm curious to see. But I like the idea. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I think it's it's an extra layer of strategy that makes it very interesting. And that's a good point what you mentioned about Survivor in a way. Because it is one of those... And it's different because, I mean, all these people live together and you're all voting within the same group. So it's obviously it's different. But yeah, because it's a different way to think about, do I want to be able to take out that person that's in my team that maybe I don't align with? So I try to get someone else to take them out. Or do we just ride it out until the teams are over and then I get you then? It is one of those interesting strategies. So I think it's... I think it's really cool. There are so many alliances that I, I mean, that's how it is. I feel like every season, but I mean, it has only been eight days or nine days and we have so many already, <laughs> but it's, it's hard to keep up with the amount of alliances and it's hard to keep up with how many final twos that Frenchie has with other people. So it's just an ongoing battle. I will plug again every single season I do it, but it's fine. I'm not sponsored <laughs> by them. Unfortunately, we're not in the network. But uh, Taryn Armstrong of Rob Has a Podcast does a daily live feed update. And personally, I listen to him. He gives good information. It doesn't go for super long, but it's long enough to where I feel like you get all the information that you want. He gives good input, but doesn't, I don't feel like he's trying to like change my opinion, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So highly recommend if you're looking for a way to get the lowdown so you don't have to watch a full day's worth of live feeds. That's mainly where (laughs) I get the majority of my information is there. And then I follow several like, live feed updates on Twitter. So I do watch live feeds myself. However, you know, it's only for like an hour a day. And usually they're talking about food or games. You know, it's usually not the game. Yeah. Every now and then it will be. But yeah, you mentioned the wild card competition, which I was really excited about. I mean, it's basically like the safety suite that we had last year, but whatever. I like the idea of getting to nominate someone within your team and then the whole like, they're really sticking with like the gambling section, I guess, of uh, spin the wheel to see how many people you can keep safe. (laughs) But again, it's that extra layer of like, that's great that I'm safe, but now 
I potentially have to choose people within my team that I want to be safe. And that's just an extra. I'm telling you, they find ways to find that drama and find some tension. They know what they're doing. That's true. I mean, even within your team, they could cause a little bit of tension. Mm -hmm. So yeah, CBS knows how to do it. It's true. They've been doing this for a while, so they know they yeah. know what they're doing. They're old pros. Right. Yeah. So based on like your first impressions of the cast, we've seen everyone for a week. Mm-hmm. Who who are you liking the most? Like what are, what's your vibe? Uh, who do you hate? I mean, any any <laughs> strong feelings about anyone you have? Yeah. What are you thinking? They're I mean, I don't really, I don't know. It's hard to say. There's still some people that I am completely indifferent on. Like, I feel like I really don't know them at all, either because there's so much going on with some one group of people that they're just kind of off to the side or they're kind of laying low at the moment. That could be part of it as well, which isn't necessarily a bad thing considering, whew, the craziness that this week was. I think that Frenchie is a very polarizing character and not someone that I really enjoy (laughs) there I feel like he has good intentions I hope but does not know how to execute them and does not fully understand uh like his position I guess like both his position in the game and then his position just in life in general like being in the public eye, like with Big Brother, there are just moments where I don't know if he is genuine, if that makes sense, Mm. outside of the game and within the game. But anyway, I don't know the guy personally, so I can't really speak on that. But he is not someone that is on the top of my list. Not really the, (laughs) not really the strategic choices I would choose personally, especially for the first week when you're trying to make alliances with people and to develop trust with others. However, I mean, there are people who still really trust him and want to be in alliance with him. So I guess he's doing something right. Uh, One thing that did bother me was he did come to several women and propose a women's alliance with them, which, I mean, that's a little confusing to me. And I think that's kind of an example of... I feel like how he maybe sees himself in society that like he is like the knight in shining armor that's going to like make everything okay. And it's like, well, if we want to have a woman's alliance, we don't really need any men in it. You know, that's kind of the way this works. Um, But (laughs) and if we did have women's alliance and we're like, okay, well, you know, maybe we need a guy in here. Maybe the women should be the one forming the alliance. That's just kind of my impression. But anyway, I feel like that's kind of an example of kind of just a a picture of I feel like how he may see himself. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too deep. But yeah, Frenchie, not so not so hot on. I do really enjoy Tiffany. I love I mean, she's like barely older than me, but is one of the older people in the cast and she's a parent and I love seeing different ages play Big Brother. That's one thing I really wish that the casting would work on is casting older people, which I understand. I mean, it's kind of like Survivor where, you know, usually the older people are out pretty early, unfortunately, but I really enjoy Tiffany. I think she's fit in so well with everybody like she's very friendly and very strategic just a really a kind person 
Uh, so I'm really excited about her. And I do like Aza. I believe I'm saying that correctly. I just find her story super interesting that about her grand, that she has like 300 cousins in her. I know. Wow. What an incredible life. Anyway, I really enjoy her. I feel like she's playing an interesting game kind of in the background, but has the potential of really, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these players have a lot of potential, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who have shown that they really like the, like their super fans of the game, like Claire, for example, which we haven't even brought up that, uh, I think her name was Christy. And yeah. when they released the cast, she, uh, Christy and not Claire, was going to be on the cast. And then it was what, like the day before the move-in or two days before? Yeah, a couple days. It yeah. was very, very soon. She unfortunately was diagnosed or tested positive for COVID and obviously was unable to do the show, which is really disappointing because she sounded really interested. Like the few clips I saw of her, I was interested to get to know her better. But unfortunately, she had to leave and an alternate came in who was Claire and I'm very interested with Claire because she seems like a very much a super fan as well. So anyway, that was long-winded, but I'm excited for the women, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, which is great. I didn't um, put two and two together of who was the alternate. I didn't realize that Claire was the alternate. I'm excited because I'm liking Claire so far mm-hmm. and I have hopes for her. I think she's honestly kind of a different type of woman than they usually cast. Like, I don't know. She's just like, not one of their normal, I guess, stereotypes. Yeah, no, cast, I thought you know? that way too because she's an engineer and yeah, I feel like that's just different than some other people that maybe they would cast. Like, obviously she's young, she's beautiful, very bubbly personality and then she's also engineering and I saw a clip of her talking about STEM and yeah, she's a super yeah. fan of Big Brother, so that's like winning scenario i mean a bunch of things that you don't usually get together it's like one of pick one of those and that's what your your personality (laughs) is on the show so Mm -hmm. it's kind of refreshing yeah when i had initially seen the cast i was like wow all these people have like jobs (laughs) (laughs) it's not just like i don't know these randos that they pull out of nowhere it was kind of it was just nice to see like maybe the quality of gameplay will be a better because mm-hmm. these people seem just better all the way around yeah. and like maybe they're going to be playing hopefully from like a strategic point of view rather than like a nasty or like mm-hmm. personal kind of gameplay that yeah. is just not fun to watch right so. yeah so i i really could echo what you said about everyone um we're on the same page there i'll also name kyland <laughs> I think Kylan is precious. (laughs) Um, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just think he seems so sweet and like, I don't know. It's like when he smiles, he just seems so happy. (laughs) And like when he was crying, I think I almost cried. It's like, I know very, very little about this man, (laughs) but he is crying and I like, feel like this is so genuine and it's making me sad too, you know? Yeah. And then like he had his heroic moment of going from on the block to HOH. Right. And I was so excited that he won HOH. So I don't know. I have hopes for him. He's definitely a different personality than Kaser, But in my mind, I'm almost like equating them because I kind of feel like 
they both have such pure Mm -hmm. intentions and like are there for reasons beyond just the game but also still really care about the game and i just admire that yeah i think his genuine nature and that's a good point with Kaser because I I think both of them, their genuine personality and nature comes out. Like you can really see mm-hmm. that. Even mm-hmm. <laughs> we've only known this, no in quotes, <laughs> this guy for a week. Yeah. And it's like you're already empathizing with him. Yeah. It's just, yeah, there's just something about him. I feel like that's probably going to make him a threat because everybody's be like, wow. True. I can't beat this guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope he kind of figures out a a path because if he makes it really far i think he could have it locked down yeah there are definitely some people that i'm like i think i like but i'm curious to see like what they do moving forward Mm -hmm. like like the derricks both derricks i i like both of their personalities i'm very curious to see how they are game wise um but yeah. I think they they both seem really cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, I guess. Derek F, a big D as he has named himself, being close with Frenchie, I don't know how that's going to bode for him. <laughs> right. But I guess we'll see. Should be interesting. Yeah, both of the Dereks are interesting and entertaining to me too. Like Derek F seems like my kind of friend that I would hang out with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. he seems like a very approachable person, which is always Mm -hmm. good for Big Brother. Hello. Uh Uh-huh. And, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. I I keep saying interesting. It's all interesting, I guess. Um, (laughs) But Derek F. has also been a character because it's been kind of confusing to me from what I've heard because people are like, oh, Derek F. is, he's playing too hard and he's made all these mistakes with, like, ratting out people okay honestly i have no idea what this guy did and (laughs) things that i've read are also like okay if he did anything it's definitely not as bad as some other people who have like Hmm. Mm -hmm. you know told someone about an alliance or something like that but from what i understand Derek f is very much either a recruit or has the only Big Brother seasons that he watched were in sequester beforehand. Uh, <laughs> and so okay. he has a lot of questions about the game. But mm. honestly, I feel like it's it's fun because in in the past, I feel like there have been a lot of players who want to hide that they're fans of the show. And I understand that strategy because sometimes that can put a target, you know, people who are looking for some kind of target to pin on someone that's a pretty easy one. But mm-hmm. I feel like on this season, a lot of people have really opened up about how big of a fan they are and like their favorite players and just talking about different things that have happened on the show in the past. And mm-hmm. it's been kind of fun because there have been some times where I've tuned into the live feeds and people are like just talking about uh just random big brother history to Derek X and he is just like eating it up and he's like asking questions <laughs> just like wow that sounds so interesting and then uh specifically I think it was before the veto competition he and I believe it was Kylan they were talking and Derek X just had so many questions just about like the logistics of playing veto but it's like mm okay, like, if you've watched a season, like, you know how this works. 
Yeah. And don't they like explain the rules? <laughs> I, yeah, I assume I assume it was maybe before they gave all the rules of like, you know, we're going to draw people who play and there's the potential of getting a house guest choice. I mean, I don't know if they explained that or not, but Kylan was explaining it to him. Uh-huh. Just kind of like what to expect and like... Yeah, if he used the veto, then... Because there was a specific moment I had heard about where uh, Derek X was... This is all a spoiler episode, so people can... We've already spoiled it anyway. But uh, <laughs> when after Derek X won the veto, he was asking, like, you know, I want to give a speech for taking you off the block. And then when we come back for the next ceremony where Frenchie chooses the replacement, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, this all happens, like, in the same... <laughs> Like, moment. Moment? And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it was things like that that maybe, like, he didn't realize that those are all at the same time. Okay. Well, I was just thinking, like, they would explain everything to you before you go in the house as well. True. But. I guess, I don't know if he, yeah, I don't know how they how they explain everything. Maybe he just, like, didn't understand. Or maybe he does understand, and his strategy is to just get intel from other people. Which, honestly, that might be a good idea, just to be like, I have no idea how this game works. Please help me. And Wow, you know... I, Maybe that. that is his strategy. I haven't heard that it that it is, but maybe <laughs> it is. And he's just fooling all of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be a good one, though, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, if you could pull it off, like, oh, wow. I don't know. And then you come out as a mastermind towards the end. Be yeah. like, yeah, I learned a lot. <laughs> I don't know. You taught me. So- I mean, that's a great jury speech right there. Just to be like, you guys taught me so much about this game. I had no idea. <laughs> And then after you win the money and be like, just kidding. I know everything about this game. And I've seen every season. <laughs> yeah. Just throw out something crazy. Oh my gosh. Speaking of like people not understanding the game, this was just hilarious to me because after the eviction episode, I read an article trying to see like who Kylan's nominees were and I, he had not done them yet or people didn't know yet, mm-hmm. but they were saying in this article that people were discussing like those two extra votes like it was 11 to 2 right. um against Travis and people were trying to figure out you know who these two votes were and uh Derek F actually admitted to being one of those votes but no one believed that he did it interesting <laughs> i know like okay why why would he lie about that right. at this point? I don't know. But what made me laugh is apparently Brent floated the possibility that Frenchie was one of the votes. What? <laughs> and like it was a power? I Maybe. I don't know. But like the article was like, but that is impossible <laughs> because he does not have a vote. Right. I mean, that's literally yeah. what Julie says every single episode. I, I have no... I have no idea what if Brent was like just that dumb or he was trying to like throw people off. It's like, oh wow, what if it was Frenchie? It's like Frenchie didn't vote. And okay, even if he did have a power, I guess you could have stolen a vote and like replaced the vote with your vote as the HOH. But like if you count the votes, it's the number of people that you saw go into the voting room. Right. Like and Frenchie wasn't one of them. Logically, <laughs> it's gotta be one of these people. Exactly. And uh, yeah. 
So I just and why would Frenchie, who's been targeting Travis, why would he right. vote for Alyssa? So it just makes no sense. I yeah. have no idea what he was thinking, but that made me laugh out loud when I read that <laughs> that he was trying to tell people that it was Frenchie that voted. Oh that man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really wanted to like Frenchie at the beginning, and it's not that I just really dislike him or anything, but I agree with you that. The stuff that he's doing, it's like, I just can't get it behind any right. of this. And right. Especially when you're a super fan. Like, I feel like if you're a super fan and you come in there, you either, like, you're a mastermind because you know the game. Or you suck because you overplay. <laughs> right. You think that you know everything. You think you're running the house. And it's like, no. You're really, really not. Like, you really don't have any self-awareness. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. like, you, and you can't. You can't pick up what other people are telling you or the vibe they're giving you. You can't read them. It's like you're just in your own world. And I just cannot fathom why. I mean, number one, he made a bunch of promises. I mean, I guess you could say Tyler did the same thing. But Tyler wasn't HOH that first week. And he did not just like lie to everybody in that moment and then literally do the opposite of everything he said yeah so they showed him on the show saying that he was not going to nominate a woman this week he did that for some reason they didn't show this on the episode but on the feeds he said he was not going to nominate a minority he did that Mm -hmm. and also like he said kylan was the pawn but usually if like you're actually friends with somebody and you want them to be the pawn yeah which is not the best but usually you tell them like hey right and when it's the first week and we have all of these people to choose from, why are you choosing somebody that you're friends with? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. But so he did that. So he already went back on his word twice that he has told everybody that. So everybody knows that he, you know, lied about that. Well, then you get a chance when the veto comes around and is played. What do you do? He picks somebody that he told on day one. Hey, if I win, <laughs> I will not nominate you. <laughs> right. And then he nominated them anyway. So it's like literally everyone that he publicly promised safety, he went back on that. I was saying to myself when he nominated Travis, I just can't fathom why you are ruining your reputation the first week. And it was somebody that said to him, you know, I don't remember who it was, trying to play the game back to him. Basically like, well, you'll be fine. Like, you know, we've got your back, you know, next week or whatever if, if you put up Travis. Well, yeah. But for the entire rest of the game, everybody's going to know that they can't trust your promise. So how is that a good choice? Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Just poor. Yeah. I, and and it seemed to be just so unnecessary. A lot of unnecessary yeah. lying and bouncing of checks, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot of bounce checks. It's not like I was obsessed with Travis or anything, but I would have been curious to see how he played. Mm-hmm. I think he was a smart guy. Um, so I would have been interested to see how he did. And I feel like the way he went out, it was just a poor choice. I don't know. Like, it really sucks to be the first one out on any of these yeah. shows. But a lot of times the first person out, you're like, okay, like I kind of, I, it makes sense. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah. But It's just like, eh, I would have been interested to see how he did, but Mm. I guess everything works out. Well, I'm wondering if we're going to see, because I don't know if it was on the live feeds or not, but Julie mentions, and he mentions, how he, like, blew up Frenchie's game before the vote. So I'm curious. Yeah. 
I don't know if, it, I mean, the feeds may have been cut by then, but I would, I mean, do you think that the, that that could possibly be on the edited episode and maybe like a, either mm-hmm. a flashback or I don't know, maybe like somebody else will mention it and then we could see it? I think so. Cause when he said that, I thought about that. And I think on the next episode, They'll do one of those things where, like, Frenchie's talking in the DR and they say they flash back mm. to, like, yeah, three hours before the eviction. I think they'll do, I think we'll get to see that. And maybe Frenchie trying to, like, kind of cover his butt after that, uh, especially since the person he nominated is now HOH. <laughs> right. So True. I think we'll get to see that, hopefully. If not, I guess we can find it probably, like, well, I guess if the feeds were cut, it's it's gone. But I don't know. If it was worth seeing, surely they're going right. to show it. And I mean, it was mentioned on the show. So you would think that they would, even if it was almost like those highlight clips or something. Yeah, true. I don't know. Now, this did cross my mind. Do you think there's going to be like a battle back of any sort? Uh, gosh, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's kind of like how we were speculating last season if there was going to be at least a pre-jury battle back. But with like all of the like COVID procedures and stuff, I don't know if they would really sequester all of those people still Mm -hmm. because they're leaving the bubble, Mm -hmm. that whole jazz. And I mean, I feel like we all kind of get a vibe from Julie when there may be a a battle Mm. back because she's kind of more restrictive with what she says. True. So I don't know. I feel like it's definitely possible for a jury to me, that makes more sense because those people have been there longer and they're mm-hmm. still within, I mean, obviously they leave the house, but they're still within that bubble. Like they're not going, I don't know. I don't know what the logistics look like, but to me, it would make more sense that it would be a jury battle back if that were the case. But I mm-hmm. mean, you know, Big Brother has a way of throwing <laughs> unexpected curveballs. You're right. Yeah. Usually Julie will kind of hint, like, we'll see you we might see you again or something like that. But COVID does throw a wrench in in that. Like people leaving and then coming back. There's like a risk involved there. So I get it. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah. I mean, if anybody's going to make it work, they will. <laughs> That's true. Well, do you have anyone in particular that you hope that Kylan targets this week? Honestly, like I, I'd i be happy if he nominates Frenchie. <laughs> I uh, I'm not really impressed by Brett. He can go uh for all I care. And then <laughs> for the ladies, there's not a girl that I just like really dislike yet. But probably at the bottom of my list of the women is Whitney. I just am not getting the best vibe from her. I think she's at the bottom. So like if she goes sooner rather than later, that's probably okay with me. That's kind of the three I was thinking as well. I mean. I think it would be great for him to target Frenchie, especially. <laughs> I mean, he has the perfect excuse. Yeah, and it's easy. I'm yeah. I'm same way with you. I'm haven't really been impressed with Brent, and especially mm-hmm. he and Frenchie have a final two, so it's kind of fitting that they would be up there mm-hmm. together. I think that'd be great, especially like are people picking up that they're kind of a duo? Because it seems kind of obvious to me. That's kind of the way. Because from my impression, they spend a lot of time together but i don't know yet frenchie is like obsessed with breaking down the showmances yet here you are like spending all of your time with one person right in a bromance exactly so who's laughing now (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, any of those three, like, I'd be fine with. But to get the least amount of blood on his hands, you're right in that Frenchie is the best way to go. Like I said, there's so many alliances, I have no idea. Right, exactly. And I mean, that's just kind of the name of the game is they just kind of come and go and you just see which ones stick and who people click with but it's constantly changing you know i've honestly never enjoyed the large alliances so mm-hmm. we'll see how long slaughterhouse makes it <laughs> you really lost me when you didn't choose to go slaughterhouse five because that's just already like a play on something catchy but eight people in an alliance is like okay this is yeah. getting getting grateful <laughs> Uh, yeah, when it's like the house, most of the house. Yeah, you give me grateful vibes. You give me what's the one on season sixteen with um like beast mode cowboy and um, Devin running the show. Oh, Devin. Have you seen all of the like <laughs> memes of he and Frenchie or like the duo we um, need? <laughs> no, but honestly, that's true. Yeah. What a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of them, they would think they had, like, they were ruling the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever their alliance was, it, it's like, okay, it's a lot easier for me to name the people not in this than the people that are in it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we'll see how long it lasts. I mean, it's definitely more likable than grateful, but. Not hard to be, though. Very true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They barely deserve to be mentioned. Right. Yeah, it should be exciting. I don't know. I'm curious to see some of these relationships develop more and see, like, Mm -hmm. what actually sticks. It's going to be good. We will continue watching the live feeds and watching all of the, I guess, like, fan accounts that keep up with everything in the meantime and the edited episodes. So, yeah. Good stuff. Anna usually live tweets for us when she watches the show. So yeah, I was slacking the last couple times. There, there are com- uh, sometimes where I slack a little bit, but wow, yeah, you know, I do enjoy that. There will be some tweets, and like even if we're not watching live, we'll tweet about when we watch yeah. it, so you can just catch up with us. But yeah, definitely check us out there um, at Pop Culture on the Rocks, and we're also on Instagram, Discord, via email, and you know we always appreciate a little rating, a little review, a little yeah, subscribe. just something little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pick one or all, any any of the above are great. So. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And definitely let us know if you're out there listening and watching Big Brother. We would love to hear your thoughts on the cast as well and see if you agree or disagree with what we're saying. Most definitely. We love the feedback. Excellent. Well, we look forward to tuning into another episode of Big Brother and eventually having another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks talk about Big Brother. So we hope to see you guys there. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Anna. I'm Callan. What the French? Thank you.